You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up, world? Welcome all to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Riders, your humble host on The Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, November 10th, 2022. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and we want to remind you before we keep going that The Ocho is presented to you by Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, the jerky that helps fuel our Dallas Cowboys. That is correct. Righteous Felon Jerky and Biltong are available for Cowboys players at the Ford Center Training Facility. Each two-ounce bag of jerky has 16 to 20 grams of protein, Biltong 32 grams, and each meat stick has 8 grams of protein, 8 for Ocho. If it's good enough for the Cowboys, it has got to be good enough for you too. Righteous Felon uses locally sourced all-natural black Angus beef and prides itself on superior quality, revolutionary branding, and unique flavors that go beyond the stereotypical jerky offering. Go to RighteousFelon.com and you can see the unique flavors that I am talking about. And if you make an order, you should make an order, and you use discount code BTB15 at checkout, you will get 15% off your order. That is BTB15 for 15% off your order. RighteousFelon.com. I say this all the time. I recommend Nelson Mandela. I literally order 10 bags at a time for my household because it is that delicious. Highly, 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 highly recommend uh like i highly recommend getting juiced for this week all right it is packers week around here if you uh listen to all the shows i'm on first of all love you second of all thank you third of all you heard me on the round table earlier this week on tuesday get on to the guys because tony catalina danny phantom brandon clements they were all like oh yeah i mean they're three and six whatever no this is the packers this is the team that has owned us this is the team that has caused us to feel great pain sadness and suffering so it is a big deal to me that we can go to lambeau field what i once heard just the most incredible I, i've I've heard Lambeau Field referred to as pro football's holiest cathedral, and I love that. I, I'm obviously not a Packers fan, but I love NFL history, and I hate the Packers, but I can acknowledge that they have a very special place throughout the history books of the National Football League, and I hate that the Cowboys only have two wins there. So I say let's make it a hat trick on life, like on the history of the world. Let's go get the third win ever for the Dallas Cowboys at pro football's holiest cathedral. Of course, um, you know, we have to – jump across enemy lines, jump across the pond, however you want to put it, and talk things out. One of my great friends, one of my great colleagues here at SB Nation, Justice Mosqueda, he is the me for our Green Bay Packers side at SB Nation, Acme Packing Company. Highly recommend checking it out this week. They do a great job covering the Packers. I always go and check out the opposing SB Nation blog to kind of get a feel and some vibes for how that team is feeling ahead of their matchup against the Cowboys, obviously. And so 
Justice is actually a really popular person around Blog of the Boys this week. He will be on the Star Seminar with Danny Phantom and Rabble Rouser. They do a great job previewing the game every single week. They're going to kind of look at the game. I wanted to talk to Justice about the kind of narratives around this game, about what I just spoke about here, about how I hate this team, about how this is a chance to end the Packers season, how it's Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers and Des Cotted and Jared Cook and all these sorts of little tiny things that, that feel small to Packers fans because they've won all of those games, but feel big to us because they have ruled our lives forever so without further ado let's go ahead and get to it justice mosqueda from acme packing company joins me next right here on the ocho very pleased now to be joined by the one the only internationally famous uh in fact i'm sure he's famous in other galaxies other solar systems uh, a great friend of mine somebody who makes all of us smarter at sb nation one of my favorite colleagues one of my fearless leaders actually uh in some respect but we'll keep that uh a little bit closer to the vest from acme packing company sb nation's home for green bay packers content it is justice mosqueda justice how goes it it's going good a lot of people are saying infamous not famous but i don't um, I, t- I take it where i can get it you know do you do you think anybody can be both I feel like you, it's not one or the other. Oh, I feel like Kanye West right now. Right? <laughs> That's a really both. good That's answer. Pretty good. The first name that comes to mind. That's so, yeah, really I think you could be both. Um, people can hear you on the SB Nation NFL show every Wednesday. Um, I highly recommend that you, KP, and Stats in the gauntlet. Who I've been mean to ask who came up with it. I don't want to give Stats the credit if he did. It's Stats. That's it's stats. Stupid. I hate to give him the credit, but yeah, yeah it's a we really were just cool talking idea. about things. And then we, we argue me and KP get to argue. And then Steven just comes in, breaks the third <laughs> wall, fourth wall. And is just like, yeah, I get to break ties today. I, uh, he had a big smile on his face. Cause we get, got to let him pick uh Patrick Mahomes on a couple tiebreakers. So I actually just saw the tweet, the promotional tweet that we had go out. Um, Devo Samuel on the episode with y'all. So um, yep. a, a must listen for uh, the latest episode of the SB Nation NFL show. Um, so I, we were talking right before we started recording. Um, you saw my Houston Astros shirt. Uh, the, the podcast I isn't seeing this. I love the Astros. Super pumped. Obviously a great time. Everything's gone to my head. It's awesome. A, a title against the city of Philadelphia justice just is so sweet. I can't tell you like the the euphoria that I am feeling right now. Uh, that's coursing through my veins. But um, all throughout the World Series, you were saying that you don't watch a lot of baseball. There were all sorts of Fox promotions for this week's Cowboys-Packers game. Despite I saw you tweet that, about that. Yeah. yeah, you're like two weeks from now, they're promoting this Packers-Cowboys right. game. It was, it, was, it was last week. And so it was – obviously, it's America's game of the week. So you got Burkhart, Olsen, and, and Aaron Andrews there. Uh, despite the fact that they were in Detroit this past week. Like, nobody cared about that game. For a 10 a.m. Um, game, they sent their number one crew. Crazy. It's very strange um, how they just dismissed that. And, and like and, – and, and Burkhart is like a part of the World Series coverage. It was very strange. Uh, but So I tweeted – something out about that and everybody's like america's team america's team whatever you quote tweeted it and said our world series so um for anyone who doesn't follow you on twitter highly recommend but i can never tell and that's because i know you where you're being sarcastic so a few different times this season you have referred to this game as your super bowl your world series i ask you is it really like do you really care do you really want to beat mike mccarthy because the 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 presence or the the like the vibes I'm getting are that this is like like every Packers fan has checked out. Every Packers fan has kind of waved the white flag and surrendered, but you don't seem to be that way. Okay. This is how the season – I can't explain my emotions on this game without explaining how the season has gone for us, okay. right? The team starts off – what is it? Three and one. I think that's the last win. Right, before the, before the five-game losing five streak. Five-game right? losing streak. Everyone gets mad at me. 
because after that game against the Patriots with Bailey Zappi, remember, Bailey Zappi hadn't had any practice, third quarterback, first game he was ever activated for a game, comes off the bench almost immediately for Brian Hoyer, takes the Packers into overtime. I'm like, this Packers team isn't very good. Everyone's pointing and laughing at me. They're like, I can't believe it. They're three and one. What would you, they're they're winning games? It doesn't matter how many points they score. Would you rather be the Detroit Lions? Was some of the comments that I was getting. So you you got the like the standard like um did we win like Scoreboard. that, that like the, yeah. The, yeah exactly like did we win who won blah, blah blah like why are you complaining yeah okay. yes so we hit that point then it's that terrible stretch of you know we're losing to Taylor Haneke we're losing to <laughs> Daniel Jones and at that point Rogers thumb is messed up we're at three and three um. Actually, I, we're at three and four is really where it starts to to hit when it's all of them plus Zach Wilson throwing for less than a hundred yards right. um, in the game and still winning. And I'm like, okay, so they're they're like it's not realistic to make the playoffs. I think five thirty eight right now has it like a five percent chance mm-hmm. of the Packers making to the playoffs, and one of those percentage points is them winning the division, which is just like my brain can't even wrap around like how there's a 1% chance of winning the division at this point. So a 4% chance of making the wild card, which to me is the only realistic chance of making the playoff. And so I started looking at the Cowboys game and I'm like, this is, this is our Super Bowl right around that three and three, three and four. So, so it's about the timing of, of things too, beyond the McCarthy factors, what you're saying. Yeah. Cause what else do we have to look forward to? Cause it's, right. we're not like, is draft pick going to help? We have rookies on this team. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Like what we can't really do anything from a team building standpoint. The Packers, I think the the cap is weird because there's like all the like when the league year starts and then like when the regular season starts. The regular seat when the regular season starts, the way this Packers team is set up, even with free agents like Alan Lazard, Elton Jenkins, um, Robert Tunyon, uh starting safety Adrian Amos, the Packers are set to be thirty million dollars over the cap. So it's not like this is gonna get better. Next year, unless you blow it up and trade Rodgers, and then what does that even look like? Devondre Campbell's doing interviews right now. He's hurt, and he's talking about how Jordan Love is better than some of the starting quarterbacks in this league. We're getting pulled in every direction, and every, all the whole focus is like, circle it. McCarthy's coming back to Lambeau. He's going to drive on a bus on a road to the stadium named after him. He's going to drive on McCarthy Way to Lambeau Field. It's going to be rowdy. Um Rodgers has kind of talked about it this week and has kind of uh, extended an olive branch, I guess is the way to say it. Because there's been a lot of I have some thoughts here, but keep going. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of, you know, reporting with anonymous sources. And I'm I'm sure some of it's true and some of it is probably not fully explained, right? Like, that's just the nature of, like, that kind of stuff Um, about, like, their relationship. Rodgers even said this week, he, he he wedged in the fact that he's uh, drank ayahuasca like 10 different times while talking about McCarthy. He can't stop talking. He's a college freshman, dude. He got the tattoo. All he can do is that's not a drug. It's a plant, right? <laughs> he's lashing out. Doesn't talk to his family very much anymore. Like he's a he's full blown college freshman at this point. Um, but he's talked about McCarthy. He said, you know, one of the things that he liked about McCarthy is they could always be direct. Right. Mm -hmm. Like whether they're talking calmly or they're getting to a screaming match, like it's straight to the point. And after their conversation, it ends in a hug and stuff like that. And he talked about how he hopes the Packers give him a warm welcome. He rattled off like five dudes on the on the Cowboys staff 
who uh, had coached in Green Bay, like Scott Tolzien, Scott Tolzien, Al Harris, all, all these guys, right? Like they coaches or players. Um, so he's basically extending an off branch. I do wonder, would he be extending? Would he be calling truce if his team wasn't five point underdogs that's, at home? That's exactly my take. Is like this. This is not this way. Like if I actually think so. Something that is wonderful about SB Nation is like the fact that we have all these communities for all these different teams. And so, like, if you're a Cowboys fan and you want to get like the vibes of how Packers fans are feeling, head to Acme Packing Company or whatever the case may be for any given week. And so, I don't like this. Like, it's 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 like it feels like Packers fans or it feels like Aaron Rodgers specifically are trying to take the fun away from this. Like, I like I I want to like murder it this game. You know what I mean? Like, I, I that's how I'm. I I don't I want to show no mercy, and I I don't like this. And I do feel like if the Packers, if, if their record were inverse, I feel like pa- Rodgers would be smug about it. Like, and you're somebody that's what I was getting at, who has been very vocal and very honest about Aaron Rodgers' smugness, um, smug, smug, smuggity, um, whatever. Um, and and so like, not a lot of Packers fans are, which is a lesson you know better than I do. And so I I do view this as like you know tail tucked between his legs a little bit, like oh yeah McCarthy, you know yeah we 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 always ended in a hug. That was not the the way that that Aaron Rodgers spoke about McCarthy. It kind of feels like now that that he's got to cash this check, he's not capable of doing so. So he does have to extend an olive branch. Well, during his ayahuasca trip, <laughs> he realized they they were tethered together. He said, you know, when you when you make it to a Super Bowl together, you're tied together forever. And now oh my he. Gosh. Yeah, now now he's um, grateful for for what he and McCarthy went through. See, I will never forgive Rodgers for a lot of like pain in my life uh, as a sports fan, but I will also never forgive him for the way like you, you again. A lot of people we work with, we were talking about stats. Stats hates McCarthy. Stats like thinks he's worthless, offers nothing, and I believe personally that that presentation is due to the way Rodgers has spoken and, and the fact that Rodgers has been such an incredible player has has at least had uh prior to maybe a year ago such a high level of influence in the NFL he molded and shaped the way a lot of people viewed Mike McCarthy through his arrogance and some of that was fair I, I think you would probably support but I think some of it was at the very least exaggerated which is kind of what you were hinting at so I hate that Aaron is like so weak about this I mean I guess Zach Wilson humbled him this much um and you, you mentioned he's a college freshman uh, what was the, like again? I'm just so it's such an enjoyable time. Just what was the story about him and was it Graham Harrell that actually went and like partied with college freshmen or whatever? Um, I don't remember that, but that seems to check out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, he's he's become every he's become the meme. That's who he is. The the other thing too is the the it's it's such a weird spot that they're in. Just in general, right? So, like, with the McCarthy thing, I think some of it is that, too. I think the offense in general got stale at the end, which kind of explains some of it. Like, What McCarthy, you mean? Yes, yes. Right. It kind of looked like what it looks like right now with LaFleur. I mean, it looks like a bunch of, like, why is Aaron Rodgers throwing a bunch of stuff into the flats, right? And why is he throwing a bunch of slants? Like, can't we do something better with him? Like, that's kind of what it got reducted to at the end, and then you have – I think what who like Tom Brady even said something at one point. I, I can't remember if it was in a book or what, but he was like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, if he was in my system, like, you oh, you're right. Everything and like all that stuff. So you had weird things like that. And then, you know, when well, McCarthy got fired, um, the assistant head coach came out and was like, you know, we, we got to start holding Aaron Rodgers accountable 
right? He's not being held accountable. Then he tweeted that out, and then he ended up getting canned because of a tweet. <laughs> now and he doesn't it doesn't exist anymore. His social security number is absent from the yeah, government, right? Yeah, it's just yeah, it just it ended on a really bad foot. But I think one thing that Packers fans now look back at with McCarthy and stuff like the Packers had some pretty bad starts and were able to rally sometimes. Sure. Like even 2010, 2010 was not a season that the Packers should have won a Super Bowl. They snuck into the playoffs late as a seven seed. Like if you guys remember six um, at the time, six seed, my bad. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm on uh seven seed brain now, but like that, that Deshaun Jackson punt return against the New York giants, the one that everyone thinks of, if that play doesn't happen, the Packers don't even make the playoffs that year. Because right? the Giants have priority over them is what you're right. saying. Exactly. Right, exactly. Um, so one thing Packers fans are looking at now, and they're like, this Packers team is soft. Like the, the LaFleur Packers, they get punched in the face, and it's just like it's done. And that's not that's not how it used to be. So there's, a, there's some Packers fans right now that are like, look, we're happy with LaFleur. We're happy with the offense, we think the team in general is going to be moving in the right direction with him as the head coach. But there are a couple of things that they do miss about Mike McCarthy now. And I think Packers fans are now at the point with Aaron Rodgers where they're the same thing. And they're like, I don't know, truce, truce. <laughs> I don't think that's going to, but like, again, game of the week, everyone in the country, other than if you live in Southern California or I believe Arizona is going to get this game, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be, crazy blown out of proportion Aaron Andrews I'm certain is going to sit down with Rodgers and McCarthy to talk about it we'll see right. if one of them sheds tears um and, the, and they had gonna... just just that they had that Super Bowl Fox did um so Aaron Andrews worked that like so it's just another piece of symmetry is my point and it happened in Dallas right that's like yeah. and and then you've got the like the Dez caught it the Jared Cook you know like the, yes. the ice ball yeah, there's like plenty the, of moments all, all Rodgers first you know, the first time he got into oh, a yeah. game with Rodgers with uh, Favre going down. Right, right. Um, that was – and they were one and two seed that year. Mike McCarthy loses the NFC Championship game. The Giants have kind of been like the third head in that little relationship there with both the Cowboys and the Giants, obviously. Um, and, you know, and Brett Favre was there. who's like, that's the only thing you can really say about Brett right now that is, you know, not the truth in a different yeah. way, but whatever. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I you mentioned the word soft. I would – my perception is I don't think the Packers are soft. I think the Packers are front runners. And I think there's a difference. I think that they're very comfortable when, when they're in the front, right? Like they're, they're totally about, about that life. And that's how Aaron Rodgers has been for the last few years. But when the going gets tough, they're not capable of kind of digging themselves out of that hole. Now, you're saying that Packers fans maybe missed that about Mike McCarthy. I think that was the, the Cowboys' fatal flaw last year. They were soft in that playoff game against the Niners. And they have gotten really tough. And that's been the difference. I mean, you know, the fact that they were able to kind of survive the Cooper Rush, you know, extravaganza or whatever um does separate them and so do you feel like the the collective like packers fans are are going to like warmly welcome mccarthy back because this is the longest possible time it could have been for for a rematch if you want to yeah. call it that i mean is there enough like time that's passed and like a has there been enough time and b does does the fact that the packers are kind of bad right now help this factor with packers fans I think that plus the fact that the Cowboys are having success, right? And right. you can kind of give Mike some of his flowers and stuff now too. Um, I think – I mean, I kind of think it's like a pregame versus in-game thing. Like pregame, they're going to be like, thank you, Mike, all that stuff. They're going <laughs> to show the stuff on the Jumbotron. I, if he gets emotional, I wouldn't blame – I mean, he. I think his family still stays 
in Wisconsin, at least during certain times of the year and stuff like that. He hung out in Green Bay the year that he was off um, out of football and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be surprised about that. But I think once kickoff starts, it's still like, right. oh, my God, we need this win so bad. Like <laughs> we, we so desperately badly need a win. And the other factor that doesn't get talked about as much because, you know, obviously Mike McCarthy coming back to Lambeau again, driving on a road that right. is named after him. Right. Like stuff like that, which couldn't couldn't happen in any other. Like that, that, that's part no. of the magic of, of the Packers and the pack. You know what I mean? Like part of the culture that is Green Bay, which, again, adds to the like you're talking like small town, you know, blue collar, whatever versus like illustrious, glamorous Dallas Cowboys. It, it's the ultimate like contradiction in that sense. Yeah. And, but the other thing that doesn't get talked about as much, your defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, mm. he was Matt LaFleur's head coach. And next that's week, true. Thursday night football against Mike Vrabel's Tennessee Titans. So they get, what, five days? Matt LaFleur goes against, you know, back-to-back former head, former of his head coaches. So it'll be, an interest, it'll be an interesting one. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I would also say to that point, a game that I greatly enjoyed um, was the 2016 NFC Championship game after the Jared Cook game when 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 Dan Quinn's Falcons dismantled Aaron Rodgers oh, and yeah. the Packers. And so, like, this is a, a defensive coordinator who, I mean, also had success against Rodgers in Seattle. Obviously, Dan Quinn is amazing, but like, you know, so you're talking about like, I, I don't know, like, who is like, I always felt Sean Mc. Dermot or, or Jim Johnson really was Tony Romo's kryptonite. I don't know who I think that is for Dak Prescott quite yet. It's still it's still too early to come to that conclusion. Um, who's that dude for Aaron Rodgers? Like who's like, what's the tree that he's always struggled against? Honestly. And with the way that things are trending in the NFL right now, it's kind of a bad um, break for him. I think he had a lot of success against these, you know, single high mm-hmm. teams like that. And I know that's the tree that Queen comes from, but he's done a lot more in recent years. He's not just sitting back playing cover. I mean, the only guy who does that right now is, Gus Bradley, right. basically the only guy who's doing that still. And I guess uh, Jack Del Rio plays pretty simple schemes in the secondary too. Um, but the too high stuff really gave him a lot of problems. And 
people talk about it as like a it was a young Aaron thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of that is just a product of the fact that like he was playing Lovey Smith twice a year. Right. And Lovey Smith was just playing like Tampa, two, just (laughs) over and over again. Rodgers had which struggled. Is, which is what Dallas built themselves off of with Rod Marinelli after Monty Kiffin, which I hadn't I'd never thought about that. That explains how Aaron Rodgers was able to like have so much success. Wow. Yeah. So I, I think I think the too high stuff kind of gives him some problems, especially over the middle of the field. Because for whatever reason, this Packers team just wants to take throws on the outside and the middle at times are wide. I mean, every game it's we're getting the coaches film and you're like the bender is wide open over the middle of the field and Rogers looked at it and he still didn't throw it. And it's like people, people have theorized before that like he doesn't like throwing over the middle of the field because he got Jermichael Finley hurt um, mm. on one of those. And it ended up being what amounted to a career ender for him. So he's kind of doesn't love doing that, but it's like, it's open and that's what teams are doing right now. And that's what defenses are making you do. You got to throw over the middle of the field to a tongue of Iloa right now is a legitimate MVP candidate because McDaniel is just spamming throws in the intermediate range, like 15 yards over the middle of the field, over the, over the football, like just throw it there and teams aren't really covering it right now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of the biggest thing for me. It's it, teams are getting into too high and they're trying to like take away the sidelines a little bit and they're not letting you throw deep and you don't want to throw over the middle of the field. Then what's left? And it right. becomes this reductionist. We're thrown into the flats. We're throwing slants. It's like, all right, I guess you're not winning ball games though. Does a um, does a loss on Sunday break the Packers season? Not not the not, not the like break it where it's like it's it's alive like completely right now. But like if it's not like if this is like the last sort of beeps of the heart monitor, is this the end? You know, like because I think. It does kind of feel that way from this side of things. Like seven losses is very difficult to come back from, even in a world where there are seven seeds. Um, obviously, the division seems like a, a foregone conclusion for Minnesota. You, again, you know that better than I do. Um, is this is this the straw that breaks the camel's back, so to speak? Because I'm I'm really asking for Cowboys fans who want that juicy, satisfying feeling. I think, unfortunately, like we're not dead, <laughs> but like we are mangled on the floor. <laughs> So, like, what does it do if you pile drive us? I, I know you guys want that satisfaction. Right. And I don't want to take it away from you because it is, it is good to kind of beat down on people when they're down a little bit, especially when they've been yappy like we have been. Came into the year and we're like number one defense in the league. Can't believe you guys are doubting us. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't even think it would hurt that bad because we've already come to peace with death. At this so <laughs> the, the one thing is like now again because how bad it has spiraled a couple weeks ago it definitely was like circle the calendar we're not making the playoffs the dallas cowboys is our super bowl right at this point it might just be like can we go two and oh against the bears <laughs> that might be our super bowl is like can we beat the bears again the bears I... still suck the other thing too the packers i think they were one game away and yes, I'm taking gonna, the all-time and, lead for 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 wins over the Chicago Bears, and now we haven't won a game since. So like the Bears are building the lead again. <laughs> if we can get one game, like we need to pass the Bears in all-time wins. Right. Like, that that it's not a game, but like that's my Super Bowl for the season. Just be number one all-time at some point during NFL history. 
that was literally thinking that. Uh, so just in case anyone's unaware, I actually believe it was as the losing streak began. The Packers were yes. just needed to win one more game to pass the Bears all time, uh, as you mentioned. And since then, not only have the Packers not won, but I think the Bears have won one game since. So the, so the gap has grown. So you actually have more work. It's doubled. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, wow, that's really funny. Um, so like I. I'm, you're such a, a fascinating NFL mind, which is why again people should listen to you and KP and, and stats on the Espionation NFL show. The way I think you feel about this game, and I, I didn't realize this until uh, this past weekend, is the way that I felt about the Eagles game. Uh, and that's a little bit different because it's a division rivalry, and so you, you're guaranteed to see them again. And, and certainly in this case, you know, Cowboys fans were guaranteed to see them at home. But like Eagles fans were juiced, right? Like, oh, here come the kid. You know, it was, and it was like. Let's Cooper Rush, dude. Like, yeah, like we were optimistic <laughs> and excited, but like there, there was a an understood ceiling on that game. So like afterwards, when the Eagles fans are like taking this victory lap, it was like, well, duh. Like, you know, like, yeah, like we we kind of thought we could win, but like we we knew the truth. And so it, it does. I mean, and I, the way the reason I think that that's the truth is because the Eagles are our little brother. And the reality is the Packers are our big brother. And so like I'm kind of excited at the opportunity to knock big brother down. Yeah, that's that's where you go to the old college football like we don't storm the field in october right <laughs> you do that whole thing and you're like wow can't believe you guys got up for this game right. i mean packers fans don't get me wrong like they want to win they desperately i mean look at how much complaining we got at the trade deadline about not sending more than a second round pick for chase claypool and they're gonna who's gonna help grow that lead by the way for yeah the <laughs> and and the fact that like they were all trying to trade a first round pick for DJ Moore and people were like, well, you got to get something done. Goot didn't get it done. It doesn't matter. All that stuff. Like this Packers team desperately wanted or Packers fans desperately wanted someone to come in and save the season. Like they, they still want to believe, but I don't think it's going to happen. And I think a lot of people have kind of come to terms with that at this point. Hmm. Uh, well, thankfully, the Packers, correct me if I'm wrong, will be wearing their their normal jerseys for this game, unlike the last Cowboys trip to Lambeau, which were the horrible um, throwbacks. Are you a fan of those? No, I don't like throwbacks. I don't I don't like any throwback, really, that they want. The the, the only throwback I want them to go to is like the uh, the like Favre era throwbacks. Well, it's not, it's the, not, same, the same jersey, but like different font. Is yeah, it's saying. just like it's just yeah. like more stripes, right. more stripes on the shoulders. Right. Players at the time were wearing like yellow accents too. You get like the Sterling Sharp, like double yellow wristband with the gloves. Right. I like, like the yellow. The yellow accents are better. James Jones used to do it. Jair does it now. The yellow I don't accents like it. need to come back. It's different for you because you see it all the time, but like it's hard when you don't watch a lot of yellow and then like dudes are wearing yellow flags or yellow cleats and they look like flags. Like it's just, it's a difficult thing. Um, USC so a- kills me. I watch college football on, on Saturdays and USC is gone from. You know, everyone looks the same, like traditional USC mm-hmm. era. To do you have guys in yellow tights, guys in black tights, guys in yellow, yes. um, white tights? And I'm like, this is this is it's too chaos. much and yeah. it's too bright. Lincoln Riley, how dare you? Um, that's true. How, you're not the first person to ask Lincoln Riley, how dare you? Um, granted, the context has been different, um, in, in many different times. Um, wow, okay, Justice, some some last uh rapid fire ones. Number one, you mentioned college football. Why did Jalen Jelks not work out for the Cowboys? I don't think he was a great prospect. (laughs) Good for good for him, but yeah, he's definitely not the best pass rusher I've seen in at Oregon. That's your team, so I just figured you know that's there aren't a lot of Oregon Ducks that wind up on the Cowboys. I just you know you know a lot of people were excited. He got the kiss of death. Uh, He was given Bob Lilly's number seventy four. That typically, um, you know, that's your number in camp. 
they're not playing on you sticking around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, next up, your Madden connected franchise team. Um, you know, it's been a big thing on Twitter. Um, do you have any Cowboys? I haven't taken a look at like your whole roster. Um, and if not, would you want any? Would you like? Would you want to swing a deal? Would I want to swing a deal? Um, actually, I have uh, Diggs, the corner. I have you said the, that so like nonchalantly, like, oh yeah, they have that one dude. Like he's you know one of the best corners in the NFL. I, look, <laughs> Madden ratings are different. I'm I'm still trying to develop him a little bit. I beat uh, who did I beat? Oh, Stephen Ruiz in the Super Bowl, undefeated, twenty and zero. Beat the Miami Dolphins. They only went nineteen and zero or whatever that season. So we got it done. Look at you. All right. Um, anything else? Anything else you want to say? Anything that's on your mind, on your heart? You know. If I, I'm I'm excited for you guys to see the uh, David Bakhtiari roller coaster live because <laughs> it has been insane. I mean, he's played one full game since he I just can't ACL believe that all the players wearing the T-shirt for him didn't inspire, you know, an incredible return. Dude, he so last game healthy enough to play, plays the first half, gets a target on the goal line that ends up getting intercepted because Aaron Rodgers underthrows it. Second half doesn't play the rest of the game. We're like, okay, he's done. Until the until the two minute uh the two minute drive. And he's magically healthy enough to play football again. I have no idea what's going on with this dude. Um, That's the worst contract in football, I think. He got a massive deal and then what about Aaron like, Rodgers two weeks later got hurt. Aaron at least you could trade it. You can't even <laughs> trade the block two contract, man. That's my last one. You tweeted out. Um, I don't remember at what part of the Colts madness it was because um, there's been different. It was when I remember Jeff Saturday actually played in Green Bay. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then he got benched, but still went to the Pro Bowl that year. And they did he that. get um, did he get one of the Pro Bowl moments where he got to go snap? It, that was him, right? He went yeah, and snapped. That was for Peyton. Him. Yeah. Uh, Even though like, they were on the other team. Right, was, and everybody's like, "This AFC, is so cool, AFC. sportsmanship." Well, yeah, that, uh, I like, remember that what... dude got benched for Evan Dietrich Smith <laughs> halfway through the year. Um, Why are we giving him this send off? But, but um, like, do you, what? What's your actual? Uh, it's we're recording this November 9th. so like understanding that. But what's your like? Is Aaron Rodgers a Packer next year? I have no idea, but if he wants out, I think the Packers are at the point where you have to cross like, that bridge. Damn, yeah, we might as well because again. The cap situation, right? I already talked about that a little bit. I don't think this team is going to get that much better next year, considering the guys who are leaving and the fact that, I mean, these young guys aren't taken up to it extremely quick, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they spent a first-round pick on Devontae White, who plays like five snaps a game, <laughs> right? That's it's not great. You trade two second-round picks for Christian Watson. He's on his fifth injury of the season. So, But like, is that play in the NFL? Learning? How cool was that? So, oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> yeah. It's – there's a whole lot of that. Um. Yeah. So in general, it's like if Aaron wants a trade, and for for a team to acquire Aaron, it's actually pretty palatable. The Packers to trade him, it would have to be post June one. But like, he's taking his summers anyway. He's maxing out <laughs> on uh. He, he's maxing out on vacation time, so you don't have to worry right. about that. Um. So I don't know. I mean, if someone calls and he finds a spot and he wants to do it. I think the team at this point would be like, all right, let's it, Indianapolis the makes sense. You you came at it from the Jeff Saturday perspective. I don't know if he even thought about this, but like if he does if that's if that were the like hypothetical, like 
the Pat McAfee show can be live every week. You know yeah, what I mean? Like he, tri- <laughs> he tried he tried to like swing him to Indianapolis over the offseason. Right. Colts fans thought they were gonna get him um because of McAfee. Steelers fans thought they were gonna get him because of McAfee. He's from he's from right, you know, right, the right. area. Inza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was all that. And then Denver, which you know, uh they ended up hiring his former offensive coordinator as the head coach. So it's all these teams with like ties with uh Aaron Rodgers or Green Bay in some way that are like think that they have a run and now they got a foot in the door with Indiana. I mean, if you're Jim Irsay and this whole thing is about hey, we have a foot in the door to recruit Aaron Rodgers, that makes a whole lot more sense than like we just thought Jeff Saturday was super qualified to coach this team, right? <laughs> right. Uh, so. I agree. Um I do, I do so let me be very clear. I'm much more willing to say that Russell Wilson's washed than Aaron Rodgers. And part of that is like personal scar tissue. Um, that being said, not enough is made about Denver, like their top two, you know, paths were Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Like what what sort of like you know, evaluation is happening in that building. You know what I mean? Like if they like what if they had missed on Russ and landed on on Rodgers? I mean, like yeah. I don't know that it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be as embarrassing at least like in a corny way, but it would probably be still just as bad. Um, and Hackett would have even less control, which is kind of amazing to think about. Um, wow, uh, Justice, I'm not going to ask you for a score prediction because that's lame, and we both <laughs> think this is going one way. Um, yep. So instead, I'll ask you for a recommendation of a show or movie to watch. Ooh, um, Coherent. It's a movie. It's kind of like horror thrillery, sci-fi. It's pretty good. Very underrated. I don't know why. I mean, well, like, where is it at? Is it on like Netflix? You got to help us out. Uh, Coherence is on Coherence. Let me spell it right. Um, it is on Tubi, which is free. Look at that. Another app. You just you want my my devices to be overwhelmed with another app. Um, (laughs) Wow. Use desktop. Uh, Watch it on desktop. Have it in uh, one third of the corner of your screen, like I do. I think that is so. I think that's so weird uh, when people watch stuff on their computer. My wife does that. Like she'll watch her like Netflix shows and stuff like on her on her actual like laptop. And like, why are you doing that? Like that's weird. Use a tablet. You know what I mean? I am the champion of that. Again, I just have it minimized on the side of my screen, and then I do other stuff on the other side. I'm a sicko. You know how like people listen to music while they write? I can't do that. So I just end up having just random horror movies and thrillers on the side. See, I can't, I want to like listen to podcasts while I write, but then like, then I get like, I start the listening. words get jumbled. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's too difficult. Um, well, one of the things you do while you watch horror movies seemingly is run Acme packing company. Justice is the best. Uh, like I said, one of my fearless leaders, but I won't tell anybody how, because that's my mine and your secret uh, for us to know um, on Twitter. I don't know how to like enunciate this. Like I would only know how to spell like J U M O S K. I've never like, phonetically said that out loud how do, how do you like say your twitter handle out loud so i say jew mosque because i think i was gonna I, I was gonna say ja mosque yeah. instead of jew oh that's true that's like whenever i spell uh justo and people think i say justo um jew i say jew mosque i think it's funny we got jew we got mosque i was raised a catholic just doesn't really make any sense at all mm. and it's how you spell my name so uh that's how i did it justice mosqueda the one and only thanks so much for joining us um I wish eternal just sadness. Damnation on me? Yeah. I, was, I, mean, I almost, said, almost said the word damnation, but eternal damnation on your football team, um, but not on Oregon, um, certainly. Uh, but I wish you health, wealth, and happiness, certainly. So Thank you. Uh, I need Oregon not to make the playoff. I need us to be the five seed and we get Illinois in a Rose Bowl. That's all I'm rooting for at this point. Sounds good. Justice, I don't want to lose to Georgia much. by 50 again. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful day.
Want to give a big time shout out, big time thank you to Justice Mosqueda for taking the time to join me here on the Ocho. Follow him on Twitter. It is at Jumosk. That is how he pronounces it. It is J-U-M-O-S-Q. Uh, I always want to say K when I say the, the word or the letter Q, just because it kind of sounds like that. In, in this instance, at least, um, you know, that's just his last name, Justice Mosqueda. There's a U, but but not, you know, you, you learn in school, right, the U always follows the Q, not not on Justice's Twitter handle. Um, and you will hear from Justice once again uh, later on this week on a new episode of the Star Seminar with Danny Phantom and Rabble Rouser. we got episodes coming out all the time here on the Blog and the Voice Podcast Network later on today. you got a new episode of Riled Up tomorrow before the star seminar you got a new episode of girls talking boys with kelsey charles and meg murray and then on saturday the world's team to kind of tie a bow on this week as we get ready for those green bay packers and then on sunday of course after the game ends i will be live on the blog of the boys youtube channel for our live post game show we do throw that up here as a podcast obviously so um yeah let's just do it like i'm sick of six and two six and six is not a, a, a cool number i i was thinking about this recently like name a great nfl player that has worn number six you can't like there's not there's not you know like who's the best like who's the best one you can think of who's the first person that you think of when I say name an NFL player that wears number six Jay Cutler that's the one you think of or Mark Sanchez that's it those are the only two like it's not a, a an elite club Devonte Smith like wearing number six big time curse in the NFL I mean it's just it's not a number that elite players wear so um let's get to seven and two seven is a great number seven is a powerful number seven is an iconic number but we don't want to sit at seven we want to get seven and then eight for Ocho there's eight grams by the way of protein in the righteous felon meat stick go to righteousfelon.com use code btb15 for 15% off your order let's go get to 15 let's go get to 100 like why stop this party i'm enjoying this you're enjoying it I, i've talked about this as well on different shows i'm on just all sorts of sports energy with my houston astros winning the world series now i need the dallas cowboys to match i need to have that year i need to have that year where people look and say man rj you had that year. Your Astros won the World Series. Your Cowboys won the Super Bowl. That's what I need. I'm halfway home. Let's get all the way there. We can do it. You, me, the Cowboys, all of us together. By the way, this Odo Beckham stuff, at the time I'm recording this, I cannot believe how much the Cowboys are talking about this. It is so cool. I love how they have rallied around this. So hopefully we can will this into existence as well. Hopefully you have yourself a great weekend. Um, it's officially the, um, I guess we're still in the fall. I, I don't, I never know when you know, there's always like, well, it's September, so it's the fall. When does winter start? Like, when do we officially cross over from fall to winter? Because I guess we're still in fall. Um, but, you know, like the clocks have fallen back. So everything feels like super fally, super, it's getting dark. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So um, I hope you're enjoying the, the fall wintry vibes, uh, whatever you got going on, um, wherever you are. I love you. Uh, hope you have the best day ever. Hope you have the greatest Thursday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends, as always. Go Cowboys and peace out.